five, four, three, two, one. David Freeze in the lodge Friday night. What's going on, buddy? What's going on, brother? It's good to How see are you? you. I'm doing great, man. How are you doing? Oh, I'm good, man. I'm good. Well, tell me a little bit about what you've been up to. Uh, You're a busy dude these days. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, I like to say so. You know, uh, I'm working still, doing that outback thing, waitering. Making you know. some cash. Yeah, yeah. Got to do what you got to do to pay the bills, but you know. I started a band with a bunch of my, a couple of my friends. What's the name of the band? It's called Brown Sugar and the Blind Albinos. You know what's crazy about that, and this is a testament to your character. When did the, when did you start this band? So we've been developing it a lot recently. Uh, we, me, and the guitarist and the drummer Jimmy, uh, and Andrew, uh, we started a couple years back. And then we but just when did you start? But when did you start Brown Sugar and the Blind Albinos? When did that project officially start? A couple months ago. See, now here's what I was gonna get at. You and I hung out maybe like when I, it was when I first moved into this apartment back in May, and you told me about this idea how you wanted to start this band Brown Sugar and the Blind Albinos. Yeah, bro. And now here we are, quarter four, <laughs> December, and. Fucking brown sugar and the blind albinos Hell are going yeah, in now, baby. Hell yeah, man. We Dude, just... I love it, man. Yeah, just... I love the hustle. Bro, it's fucking great. Dude, all right. So tell, tell us so... about this band, man. What kind of style are we dealing with? Tell us about who's brown sugar. <laughs> I'm going to take it you're one of the blind albinos? Yes, I'm one of the blind albinos. As you can see with the sunglasses. I yes. can't really. You can't see <laughs> this. Fair enough. But, uh... but you know what to do with your hands. And that's impressive uh, for always, a blind guy. Always, dude. man. You got to do it. You gotta the the rest of the senses get heightened once oh, yeah. that shit happens. Oh yeah. But um so Brown Sugar came into the fold a couple months back. I started working it out back and he works there as well and we we always talked about music and shit and he raps. So yeah, I, I said, you know what? I'm not a lyricist. Andrew can write some lyrics. And Andrew's the guitarist? Yes. Gotcha. Uh, can write some lyrics, but he's not like a lyricist. I understand. We want someone who can write paint, actual... Paint you, paint you a word picture. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, we brought him in, a uh, couple practices, and then when really start, a couple things started really taking off was when we started doing, uh, we found this like studio to, uh, work at the jam at yeah so we started I going like once a week on tuesdays we sat down and we wrote we had a couple of things that we had pretty much done from before brown sugar was involved we worked on those first he wrote the lyrics to that awesome great the the thing that really got me excited about this was when after we got through those songs and we started writing more. And we got a couple of other songs on there now. So there were three that we pretty much had done. We wrote another three in like a couple weeks, maybe. And we have two other ones that are like nearly done. Uh, we just recorded a live EP on a couple Tuesdays ago. That was great. We got a bunch of people to come in. We got like well, 20 when, people to come can, for that. Is it possible to listen to this live EP? Like right now? Not right now because we still got to okay. mix and master everything. Gotcha. Uh, we got to make it sound nice. You know what I mean? Our, I feel you. Okay. Our first so it's, it's still in be, post. It's still uh, in yeah, post. Yeah, it's still in post. But okay. it'll, be out, it'll be out by the time that gig comes around. Which gig? We're playing on December 29th at One-Eyed Jacks in Levittown, Wontaw, right oh, on the border dude. there. Yeah, two one-hour sets. Sets, yeah, it's freaking gonna be. That's awesome. gonna be awesome, man. Well, I'm awesome. definitely gonna be there. And Lodge folks, I better see some of your asses out there. Please, not support gonna want your local miss. scene. You are promote your local scene, and you are not gonna want to miss this shit. Absolutely not. We're you doing... are not. It's it's gonna be a party, dude. Oh, it, like a fiesta. Yeah, it's not like oh, we're gonna go there and listen to music. It's like no, we're gonna go there. and We're gonna be the music. Have some fucking fun. Exactly. Don't bro. just stand. There. We've I've been to so many shows at these fucking bars. Where pe people just people fucking stand right, there, man. Stand. Oh, thank God. Oh. 
No, we want you moving and grooving and having a good time. Well, that's where you, that's what you got to be a participant. Exactly. You know, you're not you're not there to like listen and worship. You're there to no, dance. You're there exactly. to be with it. And look, there's, you know, not everyone's a dancer when they go to these shows. No, absolutely you know? not. And you you know you got to be empathetic to that to an extent. Of course, but you got to let yourself feel the music. Bro. Exactly. You know, just especially just move the style a you guys bit. play. If oh, I'm yeah. not mistaken, it's like a funkadelic a, rap kind of. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like funk man. funk rock rap type things. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yes, dude. It's fucking great, man. Well, yeah. I love it. So, and what's the date and where's it going on again? December 29th at One-Eyed Jacks in Levittown. In Levittown slash Wontaw. Some places say it's Levittown, some places say it's Wontaw. It's like right on that fucking border. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. It's easy place. No, it's an easy place to find. Exactly. It's right yeah. on Wontaw Ave. So, like, you you take you take either the southern state or the northern state, get off Wontaw Ave, and you're right fucking there. Beautiful. So tell me about your bandmates. How long have you been playing with Jimmy, who's the drummer, and how long have you been playing with Andrew, the guitarist? We do. You talked to us about Brown Sugar, yes. so we know he's new to the mix. And um, we got another guitarist as well. Oh, you guys got another guitarist? Yes, his name is David Blanco. He's fucking great. David Blanco? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's two Davids. Two Davids. So, so we got Freeze and we got Blanco. Blanco. White. And, you guys are like Snow. What? Like Blanco, that's like that. Yeah, like, yeah, it's like white, Spanish, white, white freeze. Yeah, 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 yeah. That actually. And then freeze wow. like white, like snow. How yeah. none of us thought of that is completely <laughs> impressive. <laughs> You're too busy writing music, dude. All right. You're too busy making the tunes. Uh, oh my god. So he came in a couple months back as well, uh, which, I, in my opinion, we really needed. We needed something to fill out the sound. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't do all that much with just one guitar, bass, and drums. Well, I'd argue that a little bit. You can certainly make a three-piece like that sound like an orchestra, but, but not it, for the style of music you do. Right, and it's overdubs. It's so rhythm-based, right, right. you know, where you need you need a rhythm guitar. Exactly, you know? right. Because I guess, and I, correct me if I'm wrong, having a rhythm guitarist enables you to be a little more free as a bassist, of right? Of course. Because it's not always oh, on you to hold everything together. Exactly. I can do, like, fills and stuff that, that's yeah. it's beautiful like the creativity there uh, i'm ex- i'm so excited to see you guys play yo i really think you guys are gonna kill it we're gonna we're playing two hour long sets that's bro like that's insane we and we found out about this a couple weeks ago so we were like all right so they want a lot of covers right of course which is good because we don't have fucking two hours worth of material yet but um so well, we were like, what the fuck are we going to do? What covers are we going to do? We have a couple that we already have like ready to go, but we don't fill fucking two hours. You know what I no, mean? Two hours is a lot of time, dude. That's, dude, there are professional bands that don't fill out two hours. Exactly. They only have like a 75, 90 right. minutes. Like you see the Chili Peppers and they play for an hour and a half. Maybe. You know what I mean? But they didn't always used to be like that, right? They've, they've been doing that pretty much their, have from they? what I know, their entire career. Yeah, why do I feel like I heard hours. people, I, why do I feel like I heard people tell me they played for a long time? I don't know. I, I do know. I do know like from that like nineties hour ish that Pearl Jam can play for like three oh, or four yeah, hours. Like they can bro. they'll just keep going. Oh yeah, they're oh, fucking great. I saw them at the Global Citizen Festival a couple years ago. They fucking killed it. I wasn't a huge fan before, but like once I freaking saw them live, it was like, Where the fuck have you been? Yo, straight up. That's the thing about a live show, man, is it there's something about seeing it in front of you that allows it to like compute better. Exactly. You know? Exactly. It's like my like I grew up and my my dad always played Earth, Wind and Fire. Oh, Loves Earth, Wind God. and Fire. So I grew up listening to Earth, Wind and Fire. And I always liked it, but never really like stuck. Then we went to see him live, and then I could not get enough. Fucking killer those after seeing them live Verdine i was like oh, white oh exactly. fucking great it's like now i really understand you oh, know what i'm saying he fucking kills it fucking what's his name uh the singer oh uh, i'm uh i'm not philip bailey philip bailey is yeah. fucking great he has like three different four different octaves he could sing it's like incredible dude like, he, he can he sounds like a tea kettle oh, at yeah. certain points he goes so oh, fucking high god have you ever heard his uh, duet with Phil Collins? No. It's fucking bomb, man. Are you serious? <laughs> it's great. What did they do? It's called Easy Lover. 
and and it's just like a simple and they're just freaking going oh my god we'll have to watch that after this of course of course a youtube video i presume of course they they wrote this song in like the 80s and it was just freaking great it's such an overlooked song too but I, I'm they're I'm an interesting those... combination, those two. Exactly. That's like, why like, I, I'm thought. trying to wrap my head around it, or like how it would even sound. But you know something, Phil Collins, he wrote the Tarzan soundtrack. He did. And you that know what, son of man. You know what, you'll be in my heart. Come he could. He could have just taken his paycheck and gone home. But do you know what Phil did? He, he made bangers. Murdered. And him. he did it for us. Oh, it was awesome. That he gave us. Soundtrack. He gave us everything. We've turned our back on him. Yeah, I know. What? Because. <laughs> He's kind of old, white, and lame. Oh, I mean, yeah, but... Bro, we're all doomed. Exactly. Us white folk are all doomed to eventually be exactly. old, white, and lame. Exactly. Such Get is every it. man's fear. But Jesus. There's nothing worse than... Or, well, nothing better than... Even, like... You know, it's funny. They make fun of him. Like, you yeah, ever see that South Park episode? Yeah. The oh, kids are listening <laughs> to Bill Collins. And they try, what have yeah. we done? <laughs> What's the opposite of riddle in? Riddle out. <laughs> See, I felt like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I felt like that episode was just an allegory for hip-hop music. Uh, yeah. But they yeah, chose the most, that. like, an, like not hip-hop thing to, to take its vessel. You I know what I mean? I love what they do with musicians on that freaking show, too. Oh, yeah. It's Hilarious. incredible. They did, uh, who else did they do? They did Rod Stewart, and he's just old, decrepit in a freaking wheelchair. <laughs> It's great. You gotta watch that. If you've never watched, I mean, that he is part, old please. and decrepit. He's not in the wheelchair yet, but he is old uh, and decrepit. Oh my god! I saw him when I was in the eighth grade. Did you really? Rod is was god, good, man. Good he show. He was great, but his voice is just shot. Shot. Well, because he's one of those guys where like he had a good voice, but he didn't sing properly. No, of and course, he paid that for growly it. voice that just. You... And he was a smoker too. Oh, and that's yeah. not gonna help. Never. Uh, but I enjoyed every fucking second of it. Fuck it was, yeah. I, I loved it. Freaking Baby Jane, Maggie Mae. Now I'm just freaking listing bullshit. But, you know. <laughs> That's fair. Who would you say are your guys' biggest influences? <clears throat> or if you had to compare yourself to, a, to an act that people might know, what would you say? Compare to an act? Just to give people an idea, because we, we kind of painted the idea of, like, funkadelic rap. But okay. what... what band do you guys sort of resemble so i i like to say or you can make a combination of like two or three yeah i'm trying to think if you want to uh, make a sandwich some people i've heard uh like uh rage against the machine a little bit interesting um, wow like a little a lot of early chili peppers like rhythm based really stuff early. yeah 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 like um what else Parliament Funk- Funkadelic is of one of my. I was waiting for you to say some P Funk influ- influences. It's it's no matter what you touch, David. Time. There's always going to be a little P Funk in it. Of course, because it's always been in my freaking life, no matter what. Like uh, even when I was young, and I didn't even know what the fuck funk well, was. What is we it? We want the funk, but give up the funk. What is it about the Come funk on. attitude that that captivates you? Uh, just the fact that you can move move in it and that it's real it comes from the earth it comes from the inside man oh, unwrap that unwrap that further it. tell me tell me more it's it's more than just writing out because a lot of genres are, are very lyric based correct and very like this is the story i want to tell this is the pic paint the pic blah, blah, picture i want to paint with these words along with this kind of melody when when you're talking about funk you get that music in there. You want that rhythm. You want the groove. You want all that stuff that's inside you. All that stuff that you want to just... It's sort of a... Uh, and it's uh, not to say the lyrics uh, aren't uh, important. No, because they definitely are. it's very much a music first, word second exactly. kind of genre. Exactly. Exactly. Not saying that the words aren't important because that's what most people are going to hear. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we have a song called Where's She At? And the, and the chorus is... is, is uh, I do a, a slap bass thing, and freaking Brown Sugar just where she at? <laughs> it's just freaking great, Fuck and yeah. uh, it's awesome. Fuck yes, it's, uh, uh, it kills, and I love every second of it. I really do. Well, I think honestly, that's probably what like what empowers you guys. Oh yeah, at least from your end. Oh yeah, that you're so into it. 
that you breathe it. And the, so and the, it's like it's effortless for you, you right, know? Right. And the best thing is that, like, we all have our different influences. You know what I mean? We, That's we what all it should come from be. different Bro, it's all, things. Everything is fusion now, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. the bottom line. Me and Jimmy were a funk rhythm section. Always have been, always will be. But then we have. Jimmy also loves a shit ton of other bands. I know, you know, Jimmy's got a very wide, wide range. Yeah. Wide, wide range. I've talked to him about everything from fucking hip hop to the Rolling Stones, you know? Right, exactly. Um Andrew is is a big he loves Radiohead, loves Pink Floyd. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I gathered that from him. Right, right. Yeah, he loves that kind of like mood setting, like ambient. Yeah, sort of, yeah, 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 yeah. But yo, his uh, he's he's been freaking doing this rhythm thing with us now and he's freaking getting into it too. Fuck I yeah. fucking love it. And David Blanco, he's he's got that fucking metalhead. He loves that slayer wow. shit. Yeah. So that's probably where the rage comes from. Yes. The rage against the machine comes from a, him. A lot of distortion wah from him and I this sounds so this sounds it. so I fucking this sounds so dirty, bro. Oh, I can't wait it. to hear this. Because I, I know what you and Jimmy can do. Of course. And I know a little bit of, of what Andrew can do. Yeah, you, I, you, he sampled some yeah. stuff for me when we were chilling in my backyard that yep. one time. But um, I'm really excited to see this new guitarist. Yep. And I'm really excited to see Brown Sugar. Oh, he's he's a great you freaking prof- man, You too, fucking man. prophesized him. Oh, yeah, man. You, I was ready to freaking and go. And you met him in your hometown. <laughs> in that did. wild, How bro. How crazy is that shit? So crazy. But, David Freeze, you are here... I am here. The night of the release of Super Smash Brothers. Fucking Super fucking Smash Brothers. And after bro. this fucking podcast is the fucking tournament. Yes. Who are you planning on maining? You trying to get some information from me, bro? Bro, I'm going to main. I'm maining Link uh, tonight, bro. I'll tell you right now. Right. I'm taking Link. Cards on the table, bro. Dick I don't on know. the table. I don't know, man. I, I love Bowser. Well, you're loving the game. bruisers, bro. I am. I do. I love those freaking trolls. I used to main uh, Ike in Brawl. In Brawl, yeah, dude. I, Heavy I hitter. I didn't have uh, for the Wii U. So I you never bought Smash the Wii 4? U. Yeah, gotcha, I, gotcha. I, got, uh, I skipped that generation of Nintendo. A lot of people did. Like, right. Who, who got the Wii U? You got the Wii U, but like... I got the Wii U for Smash. Exactly. Smash and Star Fox Zero, right? And that's really it. I got Hyrule Warriors, which was fun, but you know it was like a it's like a second rate game at the right. end of the day. Yo, but the Switch has been killing it. No, man. the Switch. It's on. No, it's the balance. It's amazing. We, ha- we had to we had to endure the Wii U of course. to get the magnificent system that is the Switch. From they, they really Odyssey, nailed it. Man. I haven't played Breath. Of, I've played a little bit of Breath of the Wild, but I haven't really gotten it's, through it. It's unbelievable it, it's it feels like you're played. running through a studio ghibli film <sighs> the soundtrack is beautiful because there are some points where all you're hearing is just somebody on a piano <sighs> so much of you walking around hyrule is just somebody playing a very ambient piano I love that. and it's just so soothing and the gameplay is amazing the weapon system is great yeah, yeah, you break the weapons. You break the weapons. Right? You yeah. got to keep re-upping your weapons and That's shit. Crazy. Bro, you get to you buy your own house and you stock oh, up. Yeah, shit. dude, you could stock up your shields and swords and shit. That's awesome. No, no, it's so fucking wild, man. How big the map has got to be humongous. Map is right? the biggest map I've uh definitely ever played. Um given I haven't played that many open world games, but I've played a few especially in the last couple of years. Um and it's expansive too. Like it's it's not just like one plane, you know. There's the there's the mountainous right. lava volcano region. There's the fucking um, there's a whole center patch in the middle of the fucking map of the lost woods, and it's huge. And most of it is foggy. Ooh. You know, it's not like some of the older Ooh. incarnations where it's like a labyrinth. It's like no, mm. this one is you just can't see shit. <laughs> I no. love it. Very fucking cool. That's then they amazing. have like a bird village that lives atop like a pillar. Ooh. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, then there's the Zora's Domain, which is just gorgeous. Wow. I'm, a, I'm gorgeous. Cool. I, I gotta finish a bunch of games, man. I have, Dude, there's too many games right. out there, bro. I, I feel you. I feel Eevee. you. I got Let's Go Eevee. I got Mario Odyssey. I'm I'm well, more than halfway through with Mario Odyssey. Let's I'm, talk. Let's talk. I actually want to stop. Go back to Let's Go Eevee. Let's Go Pikachu. Right. I want to talk about that. It's a hot ticket that just came out. All right. What are your thoughts? I love it. You fucking love I it? I do. I really do. Did you play Sun and Moon? I played 
Ultrason and Ultra Ultrason, yeah, yeah. Which one did you prefer? I I gotta say I prefer Let's Go. I have to agree with you. Cause freaking Sun and Moon, it was just it's just the same. It's the same shit. shit. Yeah, too and much was, the same shit. Right. Too I, much the same shit. Look, I, I like that they changed it up. I love that the wild Pokemon come in like the overworld. Yep. You can avoid yep. the million freaking. Zubats in fucking You know, I caves. like that you could see the wild Pokemon right. now and it's you could like choose really to avoid there. them if you want to. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's like they're really there. If like if you were in that world, they they wouldn't be disappearing and then you walk in the tall ground, boom, oh, oh yeah, shit. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I guess I didn't uh, see that right, big fucking right, ride on there. Right. Whoops. <laughs> this freaking uh, onyx. Like, and what? Like, <laughs> and it's like, it, it feels like you're hunting the Pokemon mm-hmm. now. As opposed to, it's like, say you wanted to catch a Vulpix, right? So you just walked around Which, in this by grass. by the way, I have a Alolan Ninetales, and it is the shit. Dude, I have an Alolan Raichu, and Ooh, it's the shit. Psychic shit. Electric. Next level. That's great. That's a big redeeming quality about Sun and Moon, though. I thought the Pokemon were great. Oh, yeah, yeah, I thought yeah, the Pokemon yeah. were great. Them. I liked them a lot. I felt like some of the later titles post-Ruby Sapphire, sometimes their Pokemon creativity definitely suffers. But I, I thought I Sun and Moon Sinnoh, had some good ones. I did not. I liked Gen 4. Yeah. Gen 5 is where it kind of... That's black and white, right? Yeah. I was yeah. not a fan of black and white. Have you heard the rumors that Gen 8's going to be open world? Like, what, what do you Gen mean? 8, like, the like, next Pokemon. Like... Because Let's Go isn't a flagship title. It's a, right, it's a, right, right, you right, know? right, right, right. But the next flagship one. The sequel to Sun and Moon. So it's just going to be, be like open you world. can go wherever the fuck you want, whenever you want. Yeah, that's the rumor. I don't know. How, I don't know whether or not it's true, but it's I don't just know a how rumor. I feel about that. I'm, I'm about it. About it. I'm just, about it if they did it like they did Breath of the Wild, because there's a lot of portions of the map that you really can't reach until, until you've explored some level. other places. Okay. You know, okay. there is a there is so, a box, right? But so it's it's not like tr- just open, super open. 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 Yeah, it's not Skyrim. Yeah, right. Not that kind. Okay, so like, you'll have to like, up your levels and stuff before you can go to... Most like, certainly. Okay. Most certainly. You you'll, think they're going to go back to learning. gyms? What do you mean? Like, gym leaders and stuff? Because in Sun and Moon, it was the... the... You're right. They should. I, I liked it. I agree. And they should expand on it. I agree. May, you should make the gyms kind of like a labyrinth. Not not saying that I didn't like what they did with Sun and Moon, how they had the, the, the leaders of the islands. Yeah. And, like, they were creating their own Pokemon League. That was cool. But, like, it took forever to get those trials. Yeah. Like, there were a million of them. And, it's just, and there were sub-bosses. And it was exactly. just like, come on. But Let's Go moves so smoothly. Mm-hmm. You know, you get around quick. It's cool to ride your Pokemon, like Bro. fly around on your Charizard. I texted you that you did. fucking like, day. Yeah, you're like, I never need to play a Pokemon game again. <laughs> I flew on a Charizard. True. That's it. That's, we did it. That's the dream. We peaked. Right there. <laughs> it's over. I'm riding my fucking Charizard. <laughs> I believe you. Well, that's one of the things I love the most about the game, too, is there were different ways to play. Right. It wasn't. I just didn't have. I didn't get, have to thunderbolt my way through the whole game. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, there was the catching mechanic. There was a new. It was a new challenge. It was like the safari zone, oh, but everywhere. I you know love what I'm saying? that thing. It but was it great. gets frustrating though. That's good though. You need yes. a challenge because the battles really don't challenge you. Oh no, no. But you like fly through that. But shit. those moments when you're trying to catch like the Pokemon you need, especially the legendaries, oh. that's a good thrill. I haven't man. gotten to legendaries yet. I Ooh. I was playing for a while. I, it's my problem, man. I will I play you. most of a game and then i'll stop i do that sometimes too because like i get i get i know for me it's like because i just did this with Star Fox. is i i i love the game so much that i just play i played a lot right and then i get towards the end i'm like i don't want this to end yet i still love this game right you know either that or just you binge so much of it that you're like i need to take a little break i need to take a little break from it yeah i feel that except the only game that recently that didn't do that to me fucking spider-man on the PS4. I heard Spider-Man was fucking awesome. Holy Is it really that good? Shit. The story, the characters, the the gameplay, the the world. It was just fucking beautiful and traversing around New York City and just everything was A+ plus in that fucking game. And I'm just I was so invested in the story that I just I, I needed to know what happens. Yeah. I needed to know what That's happens. That's a great feeling, man. That's a great feeling. Because that's, that's what thing. makes you feel like you're part of the story. Exactly. You know? I, I'm I'm part of the... Uh, there are a lot of gamers who are like, ah, 
fuck this story. Who gives a shit? I'm not like that I'm at not all. like that either. I'm not like I, that at all. If it's a good story, I'm fucking in. I'm into it. Like, 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 and the thing with, um, let's go. The fucking story was a little bit more in depth. Was a little bit more alive. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. And and you got to see characters that would show up later. Like you got to see some of the elite four early. Exactly. You got to, um. But once you get past like all like the Team Rocket stuff, it's like all right, I gotta go to Cinnabar Island. Yeah, I feel like I gotta it. get the, the eighth gym, and then and then with Mario Odyssey, it's like you gotta go to the next world. You gotta find a couple moons. Yep. You gotta. And like I think it should have ended that uh, Odyssey. I think that should have ended with the new Donk City world. I think that should have been it because they have at the end of that world. Oh, it's a Mario game. It's got to end at Bowser. No, no, in his no, castle. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I get it. Right. That should have been like the gotcha. final gotcha, boss gotcha. world thing. Okay. Uh, you go to Donk City and it's like a whole celebration. It's like. I'll be your one of girl, yeah, yeah, and you go through shit, the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, that's the end, and then you go, and there's like so much more of the game. Right, left. exactly. You're right. New Donk City should have been towards the end, like I, right before that final act of facing Bowser. That, or something. That's yeah. what I think. It should have been that, and then the Bowser world comes comes after. Not that I, I started the Ice World. That that's it's fun, but it's like yeah. I, no, I like, got like the twenty years of Mario in there. You got to go yeah. in, and it was like Odyssey, Odyssey was the game where I played through the story and I had a blast. But I wasn't going to be one of those people who went back and collected all the moons. No, no, you I know I love I love the game. It's a great game, but like, yeah, it, they, I'm definitely not a completionist when it comes to Mario. I was like that no. with Breath of the Wild. I had to get every shrine. I still, I, to I still to this day have not finished a Zelda game. Really? I've played a few. Dude, they're not easy. I know. They're I know. not I, easy. I told you, I was playing with uh, Jimmy. Jimmy, yeah. And, and your brother helped a little bit. Where are you guys stuck? The Shadow Temple? We, Your brother helped us get through the Shadow Temple. There you go. And then the problem is, though, we've been playing it for fucking years. Slowly. just Right. Like, and at first, we were playing it all the fucking time. You but did then, the thing you normally did. You flew through it, then you like kind of, oh, I'm just going to fall off now. Right, exactly, exactly, exactly. But, like, right, it just, it and it just got to be where, like, we, we weren't spending much time doing it, and, like, and then who wants to go back to it when you have no idea what the yeah, fuck Yeah, you're you lost. That's do. the thing, is, like, in a, it's hard. Zelda games, you really do need to play in one setting. Right. Because if you leave it and you come back, you forget everything. You don't exactly. know. You don't know where the, the hell thing? you are in the middle of some exactly. fucking dungeon. Exactly. You know. Yeah, it's exactly. It sucks. You definitely can't leave mid temple. No. Oh no. No temples no, no, have no. to be tackled. Do not save in the middle of the temple. They have to be. Well, I mean, save but intend to finish the temple exactly. in that sitting. You know, you don't want to re like respawn a week later oh, in the no. middle of the fucking water temple like, and be like, well, where the fuck am I? What keys do I have? What place have I traversed? Thank God we did the water temple in one sitting. This was a couple years ago. And we didn't have the blue tunic. Wow. I swear to God. It was the craziest fucking thing. We didn't even know where to get the fucking blue tunic. Just get it at Zora's Domain. We know, but neither of us have Fair enough. You never played the game. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm such a a brat because I've gotten through through it a million times. Exactly. I did the water temple drunk one time. I told I did a challenge like every time an enemy hits you, pause, take a drink. Oh Jesus! Christ. So I did that, bro. You know what's crazy? It's the fastest I ever did the water temple, <laughs> until I reached the final boss. Because by the time I made it to the final boss, You're I was wasted. so wasted. <laughs> I did it so slowly, and I had like I was smart. I had like two fairies in my fucking bag, and oh, I you died gotta twice. Stock up on that shit, and I died twice. Jesus and they brought me back to life. Christ. I was just, I was just so gone, man. Oh my god! I it, don't recommend this challenge. No, don't. Also, do it. get the blue tunic because you don't yeah, want to have to rise to the top every time you fucking need some fucking air. Yeah, oh, you definitely yeah. need to get the blue tunic. This oh. is old school. Man. You know that game Ocarina of Time is like top twenty streamed games on Twitch. I could see it of all the fucking video games out there. Well, that are released that constantly. Everyone would want to watch it again just to go through it. I think they deserve. Just because Ocarina and Majora were such staples of the series on the N64, I think they deserve true HD remakes. You got your HD remake on the fucking 3DS, mm-hmm. but man, I'm not a big handheld Zelda guy. Yeah, I haven't beaten one handheld Zelda game. For real. Damn. I only play the console like ones. I love Zelda. Man. I love Zelda. But I only you play love the... Zelda. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I only play the console titles. Right. 
you know, and there's plenty of those to go around. Oh, of course. You know, those are the flagship titles. But like Spirit Tracks and, you know, Oracle of Ages, Oracle of Seasons. Like, I don't right. play those games. But they look great. Did People you play, love those games. Did you play through Skyward Sword? Of course I did. I love that game. What do you think of that? I love the story. Because I've been watching the Game there. Grumps play it. Gotcha. I'll start there. I love yeah. the story. I absolutely love the story. Um, the game's very fun at times. I hate the motion controls. That's, that seems to be the consensus. I don't want to play with the Wiimote. It's terrible. If any Zelda game deserves an HD remake on a different console, it is Skyward Sword. Because if we can play that on the Switch, where we don't have to play with the annoying Wiimote, oh, God. bro. Because it looks like you're just flailing it around. Dude, it's yeah, like, dude. What it's is just, that? It's just dumb. They really they tried to do something, and it didn't work. <laughs> no, because they, they just didn't have the technology yet. Exactly. Not only that, it's like you don't want to play like this, man. Right, of course. Like if if I'm gonna like swing the sword, it's because now I'm in VR. Right. I'm not gonna or, pretend to swing the sword when like go ahead. With the switch, it's even all right because you you the play motion controls are much better. So on the much better. But even playing with Let's Go, you if throw they re- the ball, it's very accurate. If they remake it, I want there to be the option to not do motion controls. That should be yeah. Because that's that should how be an I option like, in every game. Also, because Breath of the Wild felt amazing on the Joy Cons. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to think about it. They were made. It was made for true, the Joy Cons. It was the, what they were going to launch. The, you know, it's so funny. Nintendo does. They got to understand their own formula because you'll notice a stark difference between the consoles that launch with a Zelda title and the ones that don't. Right. Like, the Switch. Right. Breath of the Wild. That was it. Wii U ha- didn't have one. Tanked. The Wii had Twilight, Twilight Princess, Princess, and it was one of the best-selling consoles of all time. Yeah. You know, um, that's actually pretty funny because I think the Wii U is actually the one system that doesn't have a console title because the nes had legend of zelda right the snes had a link to the past um the n64 had ocarina of time did that was that a launch title i don't know if that was a launch title actually i oh that's right come to think of it i don't even know if the earlier ones were technically launch titles probably not the first zelda because that's before it was really zelda right but may i think a link to the past was i can see it yeah I, I, I don't really I'm pretty know. certain Ga- Wind Waker on GameCube was a was a I launch. I think so. I yeah. think so. I don't know. See, this is where this is where eventually I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna have a an engineer that can take care of all this production stuff <laughs> so that he can he'll he'll look it up for us. Right. You know. Sorry, folks. Can't fact check for you. Sorry. We're not there yet. We ain't got no internet. We're gonna get there. Oh, we have <laughs> yeah. the internet, well, but yes. You know, it's over there, and you're over here. Hi. And I prefer to look at you. Oh. Especially with thanks, those shades. Bro. Those are dope shades. Got to wear your sunglasses. That's the law around here. <laughs> well, I mean, when you're when you're a blind albino, of course, it's the law of the land. Mm-hmm. But hell yeah, so you can feel cool. So you can feel cool. Gangsta lean. Mysterious. <laughs> and you know what? Nobody could read you, man. Eyes at a window to the soul. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You Son- can never see. Shit. I can't read you. Nope. You could be fucking with me right now. You could be a straight up sociopath <laughs> manipulating me for, to plug your band, and I can't tell because I can't see your eyes. Shit, he caught me. <laughs> 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 oh my god well, fuck yeah dude cheers on the water cheers Jesus Christ we stay hydrated here at the lodge we have to water is the essence of life dude I say it at every live show it's the elixir it's of the true. gods it really is like seriously you gotta stay hydrated if you don't then you the other day I I don't know what the fuck happened I just I woke up really late went to work I didn't drink anything, and yeah. I went home, and I felt like shit, and I and I had to piece my day back together. I was like, hmm, why the fuck am I feeling like garbage like shit. right yeah. now? And then I realized, oh, I have not had anything to drink all yep. fucking day. That'll fucking do it. So I'm sitting in my bed, I'm like, Ugh. and I try to drink some, but at that point, you just feel... Yeah, you're, you're kind of right. shot. You're kind of shot at that point. So I drink a couple glasses of water, go to bed, and I wake up and I'm like, there goes all that shittiness. <laughs> yeah, it's gone. Dude, fucking, I do my best to do this and I, I'll, I'll give myself a 50% success rate. But every morning I try to drink three glasses of water before I go to work. Nice. You know? Nice. Because it lets the body know, hey, we're awake. Here's your fuel. We're moving, right. Here's your fuel. Let's go. Send it where you need to send it. I've been doing that. I do water with lemon. So I usually Hell yes. a lot of a lot of days I open That's really at, good for you. At man. work, yeah. So Which I, I wanna say, dude, you've lost weight. 
Oh, thank you look you. good, man. Thank you look you, good. Man. You look good. I I stay on my feet more. You know, waiting. It's yeah. Like you're, you're moving around and shit. no, what dude? When I used to be a waiter, that's what I actually liked about it. Mm-hmm. That I was on my feet. Hey, bro. I'll bring that freaking Pokeball into fucking work. Oh, and I fucking... <laughs> dude, you must Keep cake. it in my pocket. You must cake, dude. Yo, man. Oh. I got my freaking Charizard at the freaking third gym. <laughs> yeah, dude. Walking dude, around. They, they hand them out to you. Oh, yeah. You got Squirtle and uh, Bulbasaur, too? Yep. Of course. Good shit. Of course. Who's your... F- I'm going to ask you a complex question. All right. Who's your favorite of the three? And who do you think is the most practical? Mm. All inside the world of 152. So when I ask you who's the most practical, it's inside that world pra- of Kanto. The practical starters? The, who's the most practical? Yeah, at the end. Charizard, okay. Blastoise, Venusaur. I want your opinions. My favorite? Who's your favorite? Charizard. It's got to oh. be. Of course. Yeah. How do you, like, what, what, what? Everybody loves dragons. <laughs> <laughs> except, uh, except, you know, there's one better dragon. That fucking dragon I dragon <laughs> But, uh. Most practical. Most practical? Who's the best for your lineup? I gotta say Venusaur. I, I have the same opinion on both. Venusaur, Bro, the most practical. Come on. And Charizard is my favorite. You teach him fucking sleep powder or poison power, he's your. With toxic. Yep. No, you. you what what per- I usually do with him is I do toxic, then I leech seed, and then I giga drain. Oh, freaking incredible! And I just weigh, I just vampire everybody. But you use the poison powder or the sleep powder, and that helps you with catching Pokemon as well. For sure, no, it's so a very, very. That. Pra- that's Versatile. true. It's a practical. That's a good point. It's a very practical Versatile. catching Pokemon. But you yeah, and the way I see drain, it too, yeah. the way I see it too, it's like yo, Arcanine, Magmar can hang with Charizard. Oh uh, yeah. Gyarados and Lapras can hang with, hang with Blastoise. Yeah. What fucking grass type can hang with Venusaur? None. Vileplume? Because it's, no. it's also a freaking poison type as well. Exactly. No one can hang with fucking Venusaur like that, dude. The other two starters are one type. Yeah, well, Charizard in the later ones is both oh, fire, fire and flying. And flying. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But Blastoise, yeah. But, dude, they're all fun. I have them all in my starting lineup because they're, oh, they're the OGs. Right. They're Come the OGs. On. It's you know, freaking it's Pokemon Yellow. I was never a big fan. I was a little bit when I was a kid. I was never a big fan of the legendary birds being in my lineup. They felt cheap. Yeah, yeah. Because no. they're so good. When when I play through any Pokemon game, I'll catch the legendaries. I won't use them. I can't. I admittedly, feel like it's cheating. Admittedly, though, I use Mew and Let's Go because Mew is my favorite Pokemon. And he I, always has been. I, fucking Mew is beautiful. My I actually favorite. named my Mew Snagglepuss. Snagglepuss? <laughs> Snagglepuss. That's Exit hilarious. stage left. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> uh, <but laughs> I named my Mew Darwin. Ooh, because Mew, he's all, he, he has the DNA of all the all Pokemon. Yep, yep, so it's like yep. Darwin. It all stems from you. Genius. Yeah. I love, I, because you know what it is? Like when I was a kid, I caught all 150. I remember. There's that one that you could And I didn't know about Mew. Get. I didn't know about Mew because I was like eight. And then I saw the Pokemon movie and Mew was there. And then I heard you can catch Mew in the game. I was like, what do you mean you can catch Mew in the game? And that was like, honestly, it was a thing that learned taught me how to dig on the internet oh yeah because i was like eight or nine years old and i started actually i used yahoo back oh, then oh yeah we were a yahoo yes, house Jeeves. yes Jeeves. <laughs> that's a throwback baby that fucking guy with the train he's like mm, let me ask <laughs> well he's there to serve you of course you know but yeah dude that so the chase for this this legendary pokemon that i didn't even know about it thrilled me so much as a child and then when i got him i was so hyped oh yeah and now they're just giving them away with this Pokeball. Yeah, now you can buy them. It's freaking great, though. Like, it's great. It's great. But I really I really would have loved to hunt Mew again. Here's the deal, though. What's they're up? doing it for all of us that played the games as a kid. And didn't get and to have could Mew. never have. That's and they true. put a price tag on them. That's true. They're freaking geniuses. No, dude. Nintendo knows how to make money. Come on. They know how to fucking make money, dude. The fact that they broke even on the Wii U is astonishing. They broke even on they that bro- shit? They broke even on it. Apparently. That's what, you know, the word is. But who knows where the word that came from shit. and if the word has an agenda. But, um, yeah, apparently they broke even on the fucking Wii U. And the other thing is apparently because they've been around so long. Because, like, did you know they've been around since, like, like I think the late 19th century? Nintendo. Yeah. 
They were tra- they were trading card. Well, first they were like a trading card company, and then they were like a, a hotel company, and they were there. they've oh, been wow. multiple companies. Like, and they just kept expanding, and then they got into the arcade scene, and they're like, "We're rolling with this. Oh yeah, we can that, do this." That's where the fucking money was exactly. But for a long time, they were like taxi love hotels. That's actually what Nintendo used to Holy own. Shit. They used to own love hotels in Japan. Um, and yeah, they did trading cards for a while. Something new every day. Look at this. Well, yeah, I mean, look, they've been very good at what they've done for a long time. Good enough to survive all this oh, time. Of course. Like, and now they're more than surviving. They're huge. They're they're like you know what's crazy is like Joe and I were talking about this earlier, and it was like, if anyone is a like threat to Disney on a media, I was literally yeah, about to say if the anyone, only fucking thing, Nintendo, fucking Disney is ruling the fucking world right now did but you see that, that fucking trailer for fucking for infinity, infinity war? war yeah yeah holy absolutely. shit and the best part about that shit they did not give shit nothing they gave nothing away nothing away if you've watched all the other movies you fucking know exactly that people will be like oh but paul rudd i didn't know that he survived well if you watched ant-man and the wasp you know that he fucking he survived, survived yep the snap Hell fucking yeah, genius what else was great about it is like so they were like really serious for like 80 percent of the trailer right and uh like you know you got fucking you know captain america's crying oh, yeah. I- iron man's dying <laughs> i got four days of food oh, left. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then paul runs like hey guys you let me in <laughs> just is that pre-recorded <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no I- i'm ant-man i know you know ant-man <laughs> so good man uh, but how crazy is that shit, though? Well, that... Hawkeye's back, baby. Yeah. And he's in his Ronin outfit. Yeah. He got that fucking sword that he wiped the blood off. Ooh. You know, you know what? You know what yeah. I think? I know what I think is up with him. I think his family died in the snap. Of course. And now he's gone. He's like he's just a shadow. Pissed. Now he's a shadow lurking. What else does yeah. he have now? He has no, no, that's no why, tether to well, he's like in the his, real world. He's in his Ronin outfit. Right. You know. Yeah. He's he's gone rogue. Yeah. Because um, what else does he have to do? He has no family to go back to. He has no. He has no reason to. And like, it's harsh because he gave it all up for his family. Exactly. That's why he gave up the whole Hawkeye thing. Exactly. How crazy is that shit? No, nah, there's serious, serious death to that. By the way, rest in peace, Stan Lee, bro. Oh my God. Rest what in peace, Stan Lee. Fucking loss of the world. What a true Excelsior. inspiration. Excelsior. Uh, what a beautiful fucking like. What a beautiful mind. Mm-hmm. What a beautiful mind. Just the things that he created. And well, his whole thing was he he was always a fan of comic books when he was growing up, but yeah. he never felt like the characters were relatable enough. He made them all human. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. I saw some lights go on. What do you yeah, want to say? I, I saw some lights go on. I, you know me. I'm a, more of a DC guy. I'm more of a DC guy, too. Seriously. Uh, and what Stan Lee did with Marvel. He made, made characters more human. And, and DC, he made and DC, DC yes. right. He made DC have to up the ante. Exactly. Competition's good, man. Right, exactly. We all get cooler shit when there's competition. Exactly. What, what are you going to do when freaking Superman's lifting a book with him, uh, infinity pages? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. What, what, how are you going to relate to this guy? Exactly. Uh, which, thankfully, they've brought back his scaling and shit. Absolutely. Like, Superman is fucking ridiculous. Dude, let's talk about DC. Done, I want right, to talk to you about it. DC. I want to talk to you about DC. I want to talk about the DCU. Sucks. It sucks. Are you seeing Aquaman? Apparently, it's fucking amazing. No way. Uh, from what I've this heard, this is a Warner Brothers propaganda to try and save the DCU. No, no, man. From what I've heard, like people who've good? seen it already. My cousin's seeing it. It comes out next week, right? Yeah. He's seeing it this weekend because he got like an early pass. Holy shit! I'm gonna text him after this. I'm gonna see what the fuck is going on, because hopefully the critics are right. Like they're, they're they're saying that it's not quite Wonder Woman, but what the fuck is gonna be Wonder Woman? I don't at even this point? honestly. I, I I really liked Wonder Woman. Please please don't get me right. wrong. I really liked Wonder Woman, but it's like it was as good as your average Marvel film these days. These days, yeah, uh, you it, know, it it had that. I sort feel like of Marvel's formula. still putting out much better movies than that. The the. Uh... Like and I'm a DC movies. guy, bro. I'm a DC frick- bro, Young Justice is coming back. That looks cool. Have you watched Young Justice? I haven't yet? watched any Young Justice. Bro, you gotta get on that shit. It's dope. It's amazing. Like that's crazy. I loved Teen Titans as a kid. That show. Me too. It was amazing. But this does the DC universe better than any well, other thing. Here's my thing with the DCU. 
Everything other than movies, they're incredible. Oh, yeah. The, the video games. The, the video actual games. comics. Oh, yeah. you no, know, it's just the TV shows. They're amazing. Mm-hmm. But do you know what I think their big fault was with the cinematic universe? Did you really think you were going to build the DCU without giving us a flagship Batman movie? Sorry. Uh, well, sorry. No, you want to get the people hyped? Do you want to like, come on. Of course. It should Bro, have been Superman, had... then Batman. But you needed to give it a little more time. Well, Man of Steel was a good time. Man of Steel was a good start. I did not like Man I know you didn't like you Man of Steel. You know I don't like Man of Steel. I know you don't like Man of Steel. Because it's not fucking Superman. Here's what I say. The first, but I think that's kind of the point, though. Because I think we're seeing him become Superman. That he's... Just because he's not Superman now doesn't mean that he wouldn't become Superman. That's fine. But I would like to see him become Superman I agree. by the end of that movie. You know, I agree with you on that. My biggest... I love the first half. The second half, I felt like they dropped the ball. Okay, so... That's where I'm first, on with that movie. I, I like I don't like any of that freaking Krypton bullshit. That it, it went on for freaking 20 minutes. I understand. And you're sitting with Russell Crowe, and he's kind of acting, but not really. And like... And, you can save her, Cal. Right, and you I know, didn't like that... He wasn't great, he wasn't great. I didn't like that Michael Keaton was like, yo... Oh, not Michael Keaton. What the fuck was his name? Uh, Zod? No, no, no. The guy who played... Um, Superman? No, his dad. Oh, I'm a fucker. Uh, Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner, that's his name. Yep, yep. I hated how he was like, don't go out there. Don't be a hero. You're, you you got to stay as a job. Because that's not who he is. He wants his son to fucking do... Cause... He, but he did want that. But his point was that... It's too soon that the people weren't ready for him. That he wasn't ready to be what he would need to be. He held him off. He's like, you know, it's like what you, you becoming Superman is more important than you saving my life right now. See, I, I don't see it that way. It's my like- gripe with it. This is where I don't like it is the only way that could make sense was if Clark hadn't already displayed Superman-type powers right. to the He's world. Right, he's been doing that for years at Had it point. still been a secret, you right. would have felt it more. Exactly. Like, so I'm no with you on that. Maybe I'm with you on Lana that to an extent. Maybe Pete Ross, but everyone in the fucking town, everyone in the like fucking three-mile radius, four-mile... Saw five, that shit. Right, yeah, yeah. Knows, knows what he did. He put, fucking pulled the fucking... The bus, bus out of the fucking water. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Just fucking get that shit. Also, fucking... Zod, I will find him. I, I, I didn't like that shit. Like, what the fuck? I have. To, I, we disagree so much in this movie because I thought Zod was awesome. I thought they nailed Zod. <laughs> Remember when we saw that movie? I passed the you passed fuck the fuck out. out, dude. You <laughs> that, fell asleep. That fucking Krypton shit was so boring. It was no. The, I don't know, man. I kind of. Do, I we just Freaking disagree. Krypton bro. politics. We just disagree. Come on, the but, science league. Like, come on. Five ten. They minutes were demonstrating. They, they were demonstrating the archetype that dooms a society, and Superman was born to end that cycle on Earth. Was it? Maybe it was boring. Yes, but it had its purpose, and it wasn't terribly boring. Okay, okay. it was crazy to see the fucking world burning. So, and shit. so, so the prequels that all had its purpose, right? That that are was we talking, supposed to be are we talking Star, Wars? Star Wars. Okay, okay, okay. So we jump oh, ship. Oh yeah, let's 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 talk about space politics right now. Too oh, much politics and fucking yeah, Star Wars. let's do but it. But you see, like that was like. <laughs> Superman kept it to the first, like, 15, 20 minutes. Star Wars dr- had scenes from it the whole, like, two and a half hours. Oh, my God. So I feel so like you can't boring. compare the politics to fuck in fucking Star Wars prequels to fucking Man of Steel. Oh, no. Man never, of Steel got like... out of your way after the first 15, 20 minutes. They just needed to establish a foundation. I just wanted to fuck with you a little bit. Jeez. It worked. Christ. Oh, it worked, dude. <laughs> it worked. But... Fuck, those movies sucked. Dude, Batman vs. Superman's trash. I didn't oh, even see Suicide horrible. Squad because I heard it was trash. Neither did I. You know, I, I, I refused to see that movie. I'm I don't not even care about the movie. Suicide Squad. Me neither. Why would, you, why would you care? I don't give a shit It at was all. their excuse to bring out Harley Quinn because she's hot. Bro, and you know what my problem was? And somebody told me, because I didn't see the movie. Did you see it? No. Okay, so apparently, and I've heard this from multiple people, is they really like try to paint the romance of Joker and Harley Quinn. Which is disgusting. It's a... It's a Disgusting. Um, disgusting is a hard word, but it's, you know what it is. 
It's just because it, they they romanticize. They romanticize the, the fact he's a fucking abuser. He's a real abuser. They romanticize that. I know. And it's disgusting. And then you go see online like kids retweet memes like relationship goals, and it's like as Joker, Joker and Harley holding shit, Harley. Yeah. Like what? No, you don't want to be Joker and Harley Quinn. It's Stockholm syndrome. Right. That's not. Newsflash, that is not the type of relationship you want. She was his freaking psychiatrist. Psychiatrist. And then he fucking redid it and fucking yeah, he fucked her into mind. her mind. He and fucked her fucked mind, yo. her up. It was bad. It's the I felt like the cartoon where she actually debuted. Oh, Maybe yeah. you don't know that. Harley yep. Quinn debuted in the cartoon, not the comics. That, Batman the Animated Series. Oh. Awesome. That might be the best Batman content you can get. Oh, my God. That might be the best Batman content you can get. Straight Kevin up. Kevin Conroy, best Batman of all time. He is as Batman. a voice, as a voice, as and a voice. Mark Hamill, best, best Joker. Joker of all time. Best Joker I, of all I don't, time. Like as Heath a voice, Ledger, as a voice. Heath Ledger is great, but once you hear that laugh from Mark oh, the Hamill, Mark Hamill laugh, you know, yeah. it, you know it. It's iconic. isn't that hilarious? Isn't this hilarious? Not also hilarious, but almost astounding that Mark Hamill got to embody like the stereotypical American hero, yep. Luke Skywalker, yep. and the stereotypical American villain, the yep. Joker. Yep, he's that both the line. Prop. And then he props was, to you, Mr. Uh Hamill. Incredible. What do you think of The Last Jedi with him? I like his arc. I didn't like the movie, I but I like too. his arc. I, I like Luke's arc. Ar- Luke's arc and is... Ray and and Kylo. Kylo. No, you're right. That those three Incredible. But yo, everything else was fucking a steaming pile of garbage. I disagree. I I, I think everything else other than those three garbage. I I liked what they did with Leia. I like that she survived. I, didn't. I, I, I wouldn't like to. to she should have died. She should have died. She should have died when Kylo shot the ship. I, see, I feel like that's just like. Because, dude, no one's really dead in Star Wars. She'll come back as a force ghost and you'll get your closure that way. But that would have been it. If Kylo killed both his father and his mother, come on. Right, but they were trying Watch to. Watch them die. They were trying to show that he was still conflicted. He still is conflicted. Well, that's his arc, because he's a completely, terribly conflicted know. character. He doesn't know. And then you see him kill Snoke. I'm sorry, yeah. spoilers, massive spoilers, but this movie came out. Uh, it's Almost not a, a year ago, so fuck get off. the fuck out of here. Fuck off. <laughs> Go on. He killed his fucking master because yeah. he knew that shit was fucked up. Yep. He just doesn't like that shit is fucked up. And he thinks he can fix it, but the way he's trying to fix it is not fucking right. Well, you don't fix it by destruction. You fix you it with fix creation. It destruction, fear, just you don't fix things like that. Well, I always felt that, see, I'm glad you're bringing this up, because I feel like really what Star Wars is getting at is the dark side um, is is the embodiment of chaos, and the uh, rebellion is the embodiment of order. Right, it's, not, say, it's the, not good and evil necessarily. It's not good and evil. There's a balance, balance the force, exactly. is chaos and order. Exactly. And you're right, he's trying to fix shit, but he's using chaos, and that's not how fixing shit works. You exactly. need order when you want to fix shit. Yep. You know, yep. and look, sometimes, dude, sometimes, dude, the Jedi were corrupt. Oh, yeah. Sometimes chaos needs up. to come yeah. up and fucking psh, balance oh, yeah. the force. The Jedi sucked. The Jedi were terrible. They, they were political. Sucked. They got political. And, they and, had political and they power. They generals. Like, yeah. It, come no, on. It was, it was corrupt. They're supposed to be like the, the uniting peacekeeping, like, they should have had nothing to do with the politics or anything. They were supposed to be a complete separate entity. And then they brought. All of it together. Who's the bigger hero? Darth Vader or Luke Skywalker? Because we're talking about this and like, do you feel what I'm feeling that Vader, like Anakin became Vader because he felt the there was an imbalance. The Jedi did have too much power. Yes. He wasn't right to think they were evil. He wasn't right to think they were evil and to villainize, villainize them in the way he did. But he was right that the Jedi were abusing their power. But how are you going to call a hero someone who, when you watch... Have you seen Rogue One? Yes. When he just straight up murders. And he murdered children. You don't think... Excuse me. I agree. Younglings. Younglings. Hold on. (laughs) They were very specific about that. But you don't think someone can redeem themselves and doesn't that make them a hero? Isn't the act of redemption heroic and that makes them like... that makes them a hero in the story. I honestly think some things are irredeemable. Like mass killings, that's, to me, irredeemable. But here's 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 my thing. I'm sorry to any I killers think, out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hope we don't offend the murderers. Oh, my God. But um, 
I still think, even though he did bad things, and even though you can be a, a genocidal maniac, that one, you can still be uh, redeemed, and that in itself makes you a hero. But he was, when we watched it, he was terribly manipulated. Oh, yeah. You know, so how much of it is his fault when he was born a slave, he's adopted by this corrupt order, and then some totalitarian fucking, for lack of a better term, evil maniac, Palpatine comes, and he says, oh, you want to stop people from dying? I am the Senate. Yeah, and he's he's haunted by visions of Padme dying, and then Palpatine tells him he can help him achieve Achieve, power that could save her life. You know, he was just super manipulated. He was doing, like, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Did, oh, yeah. He did some pretty terrible things, things that can't be forgiven that he did ultimately pay for. It's not like Darth right. Vader got the noble oh, hero's no, arc. Oh, you're right. You're you know, right. He, he had like the... Right. He died. Right. You know, spoiler, Darth Vader dies. But... Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. Now, that's a 30-year-old spoiler. More than that. That is... That so is... That, that's okay. You guys better know that shit. <laughs> no bitching about that. But I don't know. It's it's so a worthy Vader argument. dies? Yeah. <laughs> No, but fucking... obviously Luke is the one you should look up to. Yeah, but it's about. I guess I'm asking who's the more epic story. I don't know. I like Luke's. I love Luke's story because because I love the fact that he became a hermit like freaking just like Yoda, Yoda. and just like Ben Kenobi. And he's right. part of a lineage. Be- because it's his destiny. They they got they they got so involved in it and they got so they got became yeah. so knowledgeable they about the force go. and shit. They just had to they, go. Right. They couldn't. You can't live with that kind of knowledge and like be a part of like a world movement or, or like, yeah. And, and like, yeah. Ha- once you get and you see the kinds of things that they saw, yeah, that damages you as a person. You Definitely. know what I mean? Yeah. And you don't want to fucking like, no, some of the best acting I've ever seen was actually at the end of the force awakens. Oh, the yeah. look of profound sadness in Luke's eyes when he turned around and saw Ray, mm-hmm. you know, Mm-hmm. I love that he just tossed the lightsaber to him. That was great. Of but course, fucking all those that scene, or or like the three different tellings of how he went and almost killed Kylo. I guess how like that was a little much. I loved it because you you see from the beginning like you get that first story of like oh he's gonna go kill him, but then you you go. You hear it from Kylo's point of view. And he's like, yeah, th- I woke up and this guy's fucking murdering me. This guy's ready to put on his lightsaber yeah, absolutely. and kill me. Which, if you just woke up in your fucking room and someone had a fucking lightsaber, yeah. you'd obviously... You'd question everything. Right. But I just think, I just think, if I may, it's... It's just a little much that, like, you know, he saw he saw darkness in Ben. Right. He saw what Ben was going to become, and he knew the only way to actually stop it was to kill him. So I, that, I, I that was his initial belief. Yes, that was exactly that. That was, th- that his, was his thought. Thing, you know, his initial thought. Um, he didn't. He never once thought that he could save him. And and that that's why, like, when he went in there and he turned on the lightsaber, he, and when you see that scene for the third time, yeah, he, he looks at it and he and he's horrified with himself mm-hmm. because he's always forever preached that that's not it's the not way the way to, to do it. Yeah, and he made a mistake. He didn't kill him so <laughs> he yeah. didn't murder younglings but he made a mistake and the dark side lurks within all of us exactly including luke skywalker exactly yes you even saw that in in uh in return of the jedi when he's fighting when he gets Vader, angry and he's like oh and the and sister Pal- and he's like no and, and then palpatine the fucking him. mass manipulator is like mm-hmm. yes fulfill your destiny, destiny. Oh god, and he looked so fucked up. Yeah, man. it was gross. It's so funny, but it's so funny that fucking uh, Mace Windu's the one who did that to him. Oh yeah, you know, looking forward. Yeah, but do you think? Do you think in that scene where Mace Windu's like fucking force lightning his face? Do you think Palpatine was putting on a show? Do you think he manipulated that to happen because he knew that's how oh, he could get? Course. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course, right? Because then you could see that freaking Mace Windu was killing this guy who said that he could help you save your wife yeah 
but here's my here's a random theory I have because like you see how like Snoke is able to like almost like incept like force project oh, yeah. you into like a telepathic thing. You think Snoke was putting those nightmares in Anakin's brain? I could be a possibility. Yeah, I always thought it's a fun that, thing. That, fun thing I've been playing. Actually, with. genius. I never thought about that. That's fucking smart. He probably could. Because Snoke could do that. You right. know, he taught Kylo how to do it. Yeah. That's man. how he's able to reach Ray. Which those were the best scenes in the film, though. Oh my! The God. telepathic scenes between Kylo and Ray. Those Incredible. are the best in the movie. Incredible. And the throne room was cool too. I love where they're fighting side by side. They had a connection, and I also they always have had a connection. I also love that. I kind of love that Ray is no one. I kind that of I loved. That. that I loved. No, everything they did with Ray, Kylo, and Luke, they nailed. It's everything else where I'm like, you fell really short. One, because it's boring, and two, because it's shallow. Oh yeah, the, the Canto bite bullshit on the gambling planet was. Oh my horrible. god, the Las Vegas planet. It was horrible. That the second time I saw that movie, that that's. You know what I liked though. I, you know I what I liked about that scene though. What? That they're that the what's his name? Uh, what is it? Benicio del Toro, I think his name is the actor. Yes. Whatever character he played. His yeah, stutter. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the character he played was like, oh yeah, these rich people, they they fund the warrior in. Oh yeah. And they fund both sides, oh, and then yeah. they cash out, and this is where they party. So you know, keep doing your little fat battle. So there's a purpose in that you're telling me. Yes, <laughs> there should be. No, no, that was one of my gripes with the Last Jedi, but I, I reserve it because I have another movie to expose it. But I'm like, well, we know who the real villain is. It's these fucking arms dealers on planet Las Vegas that are funding right. this fucking war. Of course. So this is the real villain. So I'd like to believe where we're going is Kylo's going to quote unquote see the light. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. And like maybe the rebellion and the fucking thing will team up and go for the fucking gamblers. Maybe. But I don't know. The, the, it just seemed a little out of place, even though I thought it was cool because I think it's a good allegory right. for, you know, what's going on today. But um, I don't know. I liked Ryan Johnson's take. The problem for me and. The, the reason why a lot of people have a problem with um, Ray being no one is that, well, like, well. it was that fucking J.J. Abrams comes in with one movie, leaves all these fucking mysteries, oh, yeah. all these, all these, like, little things, and he's like, okay, you figure it out. You, you tell the rest of the story. It's like... Well, isn't J.J. coming back for nine? He wasn't supposed to. I know. But The Last Jedi had a lot of backlash. Right. So Johnson lost the job, but they did not. I think they canceled his trilogy, too. That's fucked up. I don't yeah. think they should have done that. There was just too much Star Wars, though. You're giving a, giving a freaking side movie to fucking Han Solo before. Did you the, see Solo? I did not. I didn't I care loved it. to. I didn't care to. I loved it. I, why do I need to see Han Solo before his arc? Why Why do I need to see or Well, Rogue you see One? his arc fills out a little bit. Or Rogue One. Did you see Rogue One? I did. Rogue One was cool. I did not like Rogue One. You didn't like it? I didn't think it was anything super cool. It just wasn't necessary. It just wasn't necessary. I think you'd like like Solo. I actually think you'd really like Solo. In the beginning of Rogue One, or in the beginning of Episode 4, you find out that everyone died getting these plans. They have a line specifically saying that. And then they try to shoehorn in these... A bunch of these like rebel guys, and mm-hmm. they come together, and they're together okay, for okay. like ten minutes, and they're like, "We have to stay together because we're a team." It's like, "Where's your team building? You guys have been yeah, together yeah, for yeah. like five minutes, and then they all die." Oh, why should I care about that? Why should I care about that? Fair enough. That, that's just I my feel opinion. you. I feel you. But listen, we have to wrap this up soon. Okay. But. You got anything else you want to say about the brown sugar and the blind albinos? Again, we're let's, playing. Let's spill that over again. Let's go. Well, well before you tell us where we're playing, because that's what we're going to close on. Okay. What are you guys releasing? All right. I know you mentioned the live EP, but give the people an idea of what's in the works. So this live EP is coming out. Like you said, we got six songs on that. We're ready to go with that. Once we put that out, that's going to get just, we needed to put something out so that we can get people to notice and like, Here's something so yes. that they know what to... You need an example of content, absolutely. So our goal right now is to find as many places to play and play them all. That's Fuck it. yeah. And once we do that, we have pretty much worth of material. We might have an album done by the summer. Wow. At, at least like everything written. Fuck like, yeah. Uh, the way we're pumping shit out, the only reason why we haven't been like really writing recently is because we've got you're, some you're shit. You're rehearsing, you're write. playing the shows, you're, you know. We got shit to get ready for. But once 
we play a couple gigs, we're going to sit down and really like come up with more songs and just groove and jam. And that's what it's about. I love the way we write music. I, I like that one of us can come in with a part and then we jam it out to figure everything out. I feel it comes, yeah. that that's the natural way to do it. You all it do your me. job. Right. You all do your job. That that's that's, that, that's how I like to write music. Well, it's good cuz it lets everybody have their own voice. Right. And that's when you get the best shit. Exactly. That's when you get the best there, shit. There are some bands like uh uh who like uh like the Mars Volta who um Omar would would have everyone come in not tell them what part of the song they're playing, or not even tell them what song. They just he just okay, you're playing this, and where like his point is like okay, the, if they know what part of the song they're playing, or if they know the context of what they're playing, they'll play it differently. So he wanted it to be as 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 straight as possible. Right, I get that. But, but you guys, then, you guys aren't like that. No, you guys well, are act, you're the antithesis I to that. You guys get to have like your own that. voice. So tell them where you're playing at, and uh, we'll wrap this up. So we are playing at One Eyed Jacks, December 29th. We start at 9:30 or 10. How much are tickets? Five dollars. Five dollar tickets, $5. motherfuckers. You can afford five dollars. Five fucking dollars. Come on. If not, put like how your long is the set list? Row. Two hours. Two hours. Is play, people could drink there. Oh, they got a it's bar and shit. It's a, it's bar. a bar. Come on, we got a five dollar fucking amazing. cover charge. They're gonna do a two hour set. There's gonna be a bar. You're gonna hear your favorites, some covers, Fu- a lot of lodge folks. I want to see us come out for Brown it's Sugar and the Blind Albinos, time. December 29th. David Freeze, thank you for coming on. Thank you. For can't wait to have me. you on again. Oh, I can't. When that live EP comes out, you got to bring it here. Of course. All right. Have a good night, my brother. Good night, man. Well, I mean, we're gonna play the Smash tournament, so I'm gonna kick your ass. Bring it, bitch.